You're listening to Less Stress in Life with hosts Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher. We believe life with less stress and more energy is possible with the right tools, strategies, and knowledge. So we bring you real conversations around the stress of relationships, money, and the daily hassles of life with guests that will inspire, challenge, entertain, and motivate you to take action. Hi there, I'm Barb Fletcher. Hi, Deb Timmerman, and it's my pleasure to introduce our guest today, Lisa D'Alessandro. Lisa's a board-certified holistic health practitioner, and she's the owner of Nourishing Harmony. She has a lot of acronyms after her name, certified holistic health coach, American drugless practitioner certified, certified gluten-free practitioner. She's also a massage therapist. So Lisa, we are so glad you could join us today. Uh, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us a little bit about what started you on this journey to be a functional medicine coach. Okay. Um, Yes, my journey did begin 25 years ago as a holistic practitioner doing massage therapy and all of that. Um, But you know how life happens and our journey begins sometimes with our own being. Um, so for me, it was when my fourth child was born, um, as I kind of raised my kids holistically and I had always had a passion for nutrition. Um, but as my breastfed baby, uh, started to show he had GERD, he wasn't sleeping at night. He had these mysterious fevers. And then by the age of one, he became this head banging baby boy. Uh, so in my, you know, Trekking him back and forth to doctors, allergists, we couldn't find anything until I took him to a naturopath. And she said, oh, <laughs> wheat, gluten, soy, dairy, nuts, the whole gambit. And that was my aha moment to what the GI doctors could never find wrong with me. And, you know, I did mar- manage my own digestive distresses with herbs and stuff like that. But it was I was in my 40s and it was that hormonal thing going on, but it was really that awakening to, I thought I was going down Alzheimer's Boulevard. My mental cognition was just tanking. And so learning and deciding to dive into going to IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and then doing lots of different little certification classes along the way in functional medicine, um, that kind of became my niche with working with people with autoimmune as I had always struggled with my thyroid issues and so forth. Um, but just really getting to, you know, working with people, you know, Hippocrates knew that it disease begins in the gut. And um, today science proves that, you know, 50, here I am 15 years later, you know, and I was able to manage my children's health and my own well-being by removing the culprits and really boosting that microflora of our guts and all of that. And, you know, today I can say, you know, I've got a senior and three, it turned out to be three of us are non-celiac gluten sensitive. Um, So, uh, you know, and I can say that we've 
embraced the change and going through, you know, what, when you give your body what it needs, it can heal and create that balance for what our bodies need to do. Um, and today, you know, they're going to be graduating high honor rolls. <laughs> My two youngest are those non-celiac gluten sensitive. And for me, I've been able to, you know, get that mental acuity back and really fall into place with studying further and, you know, really embracing helping others, you know, really find that their wellness is a choice. Today, science does prove about the gut brain axis and the, the gut microbiome that our gut speaks to our brain and all of that. And I could dive deeper into that gut brain axis, but I'll take a break here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know what way to go with this conversation because there are so many questions I want to ask and maybe I'll just dive in. Explain what you mean by non-celiac gluten sensitive. So um, there are people who have celiac disease and it's a way our immune system is responding. So most Americans, because of our standard American diet, we've got this leaky gut syndrome going on where there is so much inflammatory we're taking in, so much, you know, wheat sprayed with glyphosate, and that's an oil-based pesticide that's not washing off our grains and all the genetically modified foods, the soys, canola, and you know, the grains that we're, you know, ingesting is sugar and years of antibiotics and medications and this forth leaves our gut, you know, compromised. So when our guts should be like a window screen and a lot of the micronutrients are going through, now we have more holes in it and the flies and mosquitoes are getting through and more macronutrients are going through to the other side of our gut barrier is our immune system. And when more and more of these food protein particles are going across that barrier, the immune system is getting confused and it picks up and recognizes these foreign proteins as enemies. So um, there's so many wheat proteins. So um, wheat and gluten are some of those proteins that are being recognized as a sensitivity or intolerance to so we'll have mild reactions. We're not having a full-blown allergic reaction where we might be representing with hives and all of that. An intolerance or sensitivity, it can go out 72 hours. So we're not picking up on what we might be sensitive to. We're, we are sensitive to that. And if not you know, if not recognized soon enough, which a lot of it isn't because a lot of the doctors only test for a couple of those proteins and wheat proteins and not the whole gambit. So we're just more intolerant to that. And so many are because it sometimes maybe that wasn't the first culprit, but it could because we've been consuming the genetically modified foods, we've taken on the antibiotics, which cause that dysbiosis, that imbalance of good bacteria to bad bacteria that builds that barrier um, to our immune system. Yes. And, and I have many more. I think I could talk mm -hmm. to you forever because I am one of those people who kind of started out as a non-celiac gluten sensitive person mm -hmm. and over time. So I've been gluten-free for gosh, seven years. And really I lost a ton of weight. I felt great when I first went gluten-free but what I noticed is if I eat gluten-free products, 
those have some of the same things that you're talking about, glycophosphates, all the rest of that. And I'm kind of back on that and I flow. So if I don't eat 100% clean and organic, I struggle. And um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the mental fog and I've been able to manage that pretty well and that's good. But what happens with me is I get sore joints and I just get, I swell. Um, and I have skin rashes. So tie back that whole piece, maybe as it relates to stress. So I know that you and Barb were talking a little bit, um, before we started about that whole stress piece, can you kind of give our listeners a little bit of background as to kind of how that is and how that leads to that dis-ease state? Sure. Well, we know that there's, you know, kind of cellular, our cells, we are more bacteria than we are human cells and that every, our communicate, our cells communicate. Um, so if we have po not positive thoughts and all of this, it, it influences so much. Um, so our stress, if we're not allocating for our stress management and how we are thinking and our thoughts, we're just really causing, let's put it this way, it starts off with more so there is only one disease where I was going with this, and that is our environmental toxins, our pathogens, and our food culprits. Um, but stress does pull the trigger on how our body can handle it um, and how it's processing everything. So we know now that in the gut, all of the good hormones like serotonin, GABA are produced in the gut. Um, so if we're not feeding into the gut properly, and we know certain foods are, you know, to enhance certain moods, and if we're just feeding it toxic foods, and if we're not really managing how our gut is nurtured, we're making it a more of a challenge when we're taking on stress and stress really is we are not meant to be in that fight and flight moments. <laughs> you know, we are, you know, we're supposed to react and then be able to shut down. Um, our bodies are made to handle stress. Uh, and, but now because we're, have more culprits and underlying stressors coming in at all times. So whether it's mental, emotional, social, you know, financial, all of these things are going on. And then we're also putting into play, you know, what kind of foods that's, a, you know, stressor too. When all of these physiological, physiological factors coming in and at us, our adrenals and our system is on overload and it's just not able to turn itself off. And we're not meant to be in that constant adrenals and that cortisol constantly inflaming and causing that internal fire within. So it, it makes us really hard to shut it down. Um, but it, it can, because it all begins with our mindset. As you know, um, we have to, we know we have our thoughts and our beliefs and our experiences all play into the fact we can control our thoughts and emotions. So stress management is key. That mindset is key when we're first with anybody that if we can calm down the way we're thinking and looking at things, half full cup, 
versus half empty cup. <laughs> we need to be that, you know, more so half full cup and really create those positive mindsets and beliefs and start turning it around so we can pivot onto the positive. Don't you agree? I mean, <laughs> this is your area of <laughs> expertise. So our listeners can't hear, but Barbara and I are both shaking our heads up and down mm-hmm. saying, yes, yes, yes. Right. We, we love that um, people can, can make those shifts and make them fairly quickly um, as opposed to, well, I've had my, I've thought this way all my life. So it's going to take a long time to shift out of it. Right. Right. We have to always just breathe into it, <laughs> you know, and even if okay. just the breathing, you know, it's like we forget to breathe. Well, I'd be interested to hear a little, Lisa, about how you work with people around mindset and what approach you use. I use a lot of um, affirmations. I start off with affirmations. Um, I am beautiful. I am enough. Um, I believe that we should really not just live life, dance through it. So for me, it's always about calming the vagal nerve and that nervous system that is entwined within the gut and most that's a two-lane highway but most of the information again is traveling north to the brain that we know but really the the mindset part of it is just to you know relax and get into an you know a good mode and music dancing you know visualization so I sometimes work with the technique as For me, I envision and I tell people that they pick their own, but for me, mine is like I envision myself and my daughter out on a summer evening in the back grass with our dresses on and the twinkling stars up above and the fireflies and we're dancing to the music and and you pick your song and all of that, um, that might be, you know, a real good visual for you. Um, so however I can bring them into the, the, the mindset, we, I kind of work with my clients that each session, we are going a little bit over the body, the mind, the gut and the soul. So what takeaways mm-hmm. they can do each week, whether it's breathing techniques, whether it is meditation, mm-hmm. Um, and all of these, you know, good mindset things to kind of bring down the stress load um, and be in that I am healing and not poor me, poor whoa, oh, you know, this, I'm not, you know, I still have the stomach pains, but it's a process. But to get into that positive mindset, I am, I am healing, I am feeling good to really start talking to the brain because you know, you want to recreate yourselves and recreate those, you know, habitual thinking patterns. I led a hospital meditation once for a group that had gut issues. And we actually did a meditation where we swallowed healing sunshine. And I described that sunshine flowing down the elementary track into the gut, into the colon and out the backside. And when we got done, people were like, oh, my insides feel so good. So just that power of visualization really does help turn off the stress chemicals and shift us to that more positive state. So one thing I heard you say that I don't think we do enough of, and you mentioned that when you work with your clients, you're looking at what I would call four pillars. 
their food, their mind, their soul, moving, all of those things. We don't often look at ourselves as whole beings. Um, and we might do just the, the diet or just the meditation, but we really are whole beings and pulling that together and doing something that's integrative for our body, mind, and spirit is so beneficial. Could you speak a little bit more on that? Yes, um, it is. I know it can feel overwhelming for people, but, and some people like to, okay, I'm just going to give up the gluten, you know, or do this one little piece of it. And they, they put their little toes in, in the water, but you have to jump mm -hmm. in, <laughs> you know, you really have to jump in and really it is feeding and nurturing your, your gut. And again, that, that plays into part, like you had said, People think it's just gluten. If you, if your immune system and gut is leaking, you probably have more than just one food sensitive sensitivity. So to testing and trying to find out, you know, your other sensitivities and removing all the culprits and replacing with superfoods and feeding your soul, getting out in nature, you know, doing the gratitude, doing the things that make you feel good, you know, to embrace, you know, just quiet time. We are so overloaded that this, you know, pandemic hasn't taught us anything, you know, we mm -hmm. need that more quiet space. We need to just calm down and, you know, movement doesn't have to be, I usually I'll tell most of my clients because they have so many issues, you know, they're hitting the gym, your adrenals are already overloaded. It's not mm -hmm. hitting the gym. It can just be mindful movement like Qigong and, you know, just taking a break and getting up throughout the day and not just sitting, you know, it's just embracing where we're at, but it is embracing that body, mind, and spirit. Um, it's so important. You mentioned thyroid issues. Could you just touch on that briefly about the relationship that whole autoimmune piece? Because I, I think almost every one of my clients that I work with say I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune condition. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, if we have a sluggish thyroid, we have a sluggish everything. And really what affects the thyroid, um, your adrenal stress, <laughs> that cortisol, heavy metals attack the thyroid. Um, it's like a magnet to heavy metals, uh, pathogens will go after it, but also wheat and gluten um, definitely attack the thyroid, that protein. Um, once we start consuming it, it, it really does um, go right back after um, the thyroid. And usually with thyroid conditions, it is a, a three-legged stool that we notice that people um, are not handling um, stress very well. Uh, that there is um, issues with heavy metals, RA symptoms, um, your joints start to, to show. Um, and a lot of people show symptoms of hypochlordria, which is the low stomach acid and heartburn and reflux and all of that as well become part of that. So with thyroid conditions, there is you know, a real need to probably seek somebody who can coach you and work through, you know, all the the things that really need to be in place so that whether you're on, a, you know, Synthroid or another thyroid supporting 
um, medication or not, um, you can. Most of autoimmune disease, you can really embrace it. You may not ever get rid of it, but you certainly can live with it, live healthily and vibrantly and age gracefully. But it does require really looking at all those pillars and really cleansing a little bit of the body and making sure all the detoxification pathways are open. And first and foremost is what I work with when working with people. But thyroid issues are so prevalent and a lot of doctors don't they see the markers and because so many people are presenting, they've changed those markers and where people are saying, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't connect the dots. Whereas functional medicine, we look to the symptoms and your body's way of expressing it's out of balance. Um, so we kind of connect the dots with all of that. And yes, um, unfortunately, wheat and gluten are really big culprits when it comes to thyroid disease. Um, and I can see many people change around just from giving that up a little bit. But there are, again, other things that, you know, need to be cleaned up in the body. Wow, you've given us a ton of information. <laughs> and I would love to explore some of these topics separated in a little deeper. Barb, any last comments before we wrap up this wonderful session with Lisa? No, I'm thankful for I'm thankful for your time and certainly your wisdom. Um, I'm sure that our listeners will have an expanded perspective on a number of uh, these topics, and and maybe it will be just the right uh, nudge for them to dig a little deeper at some of the things that they might be experiencing. So, if you want to get in contact with Lisa, uh, her webpage is linked to the profile that's on the podcast. So feel free to reach out. We thank you so much, Lisa, for being our guest today. And we look forward to having you back again. Oh, thank you for having me. And can I just say one last thing? If, Absolutely. Uh, if reach me, I, am, I do have a Facebook page out there that is Love Yourself Up, Body, Mind, and Spirit. And in the beginning of April, I'm going to be having a, a five-day live video hack into creating a more harmonious, holistic um, health. Uh, so if you want to join, it's a free challenge where people can look into what all of these aspects of the emotional, mental mojo, your gut brain axis, and really your physical vigor and really the stress load um, of that. So. so Lisa, will they be able to connect to that Facebook group from your website or should they look you up on Facebook? There, um, within the next day, I should have that um, on my website, that page, that landing page will be up to hack into that five day hack challenge. And you can look up, love yourself up, body, mind and spirit on Facebook and uh, join us in that group there. Okay, and give us your website before we sign off. Oh, okay. It's www.nourishing-harmony.com. Thank you again for talking with us today. We wish you all the best with your challenge. And thank you for helping to make the world a better place with the healing services that you bring. Oh, thank you so much, Deb. It was a pleasure. And um, I look forward to chatting further. Yes. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Same here, Barbara. Thank you so much. Ta-ta. 
Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.